0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show.
1: You have tuned in to the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Many thanks to Mr. Ace Andrews, who will be engineering the show today and taking your calls. We are the guest hosts for today. I am Taiwan, And I'm Shanae. And we are filling in for Jim Bringenberg. Hey Jim, I don't know what you saw, man, but we thank you for giving us the opportunity. All right, check out the latest on www.iworkforhim.com website. While you are out there, please prayerfully consider joining the I Work for Him Nation. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. I Work for Him is on the air so that you and I know how to engage the lost in the workplace. You see, our workplace is our mission field. And in that mission field, you and I, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. Most of us need a paradigm shift in our minds in order to recognize our workplace as our mission field. Romans 12, 2 talks about this. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Changing the way you think, man, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So, every day we are going to take a different approach to looking at the way you and I think about our faith at work. Today, we are talking about communication in marriage. How about that, Dr. Shanae?
2: Yes, so excited about this. This It's a great topic. I know a lot
1: of people want to hear what we have to say. That's right. That's right. So we're really excited about this opportunity today. Hey, Dr. Sinead, it's great having you on the show with me today. Thanks for showing me some love. I love working with you no matter what we're doing or where we're doing. I love working with you, too. Amen. Amen. Okay. well, before we get started, Dr. Sinead, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. All right. Tell us about how Christ is making a difference in your life today.
2: Wow. Good. Christ. Good question. Christ. My goodness. He has been the very thing that keeps me going. There have been many opportunities for my life to be uh, smited out of here for me to be gone and buried. But God, God has been. Faithful to me, he's been so faithful. He's healed me. He's rescued me out of situations, and he's rescued me from myself. You know, we can be our worst enemy sometimes.
1: Yes, and you know what, Doctor Shannon, you are fine.
2: Oh my, okay, let's keep it clean. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yes. <laughs> what about you, as an image bearer of God? How does your work reflect some aspects of God's work?
1: Well, wow. Um, being a health insurance agent, I, I get to talk to people each and every day on a quite personal level, and they're telling. Telling me about everything and just for the past couple of days I met with this 61 year old over the phone and he was really having a tough time so a lot of times in what I do I have to pull away from selling insurance and really talk about just the goodness of God and encourage the people that I'm over the phone with. So I become a, a walking epistle, a testimony to be able to talk to the people
2: Amen. marketplace ministry. That's where it's at.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about marriage and what I believe to be one of the most important topics in any marriage. That topic is communication, communication. That's right. Communication and marriage. Why do some people appear to be so great and some not so great? Why do we some some married couples seem to be so in love while others seem to be struggling just to get along?
2: You think it's communication?
1: I think it's communication. Okay, absolutely. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Why do some couples after twenty years of marriage wake up and realize, well, wait a minute, who is this that I'm sleeping next to? And that's communication, too. Oh, that's definitely communication. Okay, okay. Who are you laying next to me? All right, well, Shanae and I are going to be talking about what we've learned, give you some key takeaways that we believe will help your marriage, and later on, we will open up the lines for questions and comments.
2: Yes, call us, call us, call us.
1: All right, so first, let's get this out the way. There are hundreds and hundreds of marriage help books, workbooks, and videos out there that are powerful tools to help you improve your marriage. We have not... Arrive by any means so we're not saying that we are the be all and end all of it we're just going to be sharing today what god has given us we continue to look for ways to work on our marriage and we hope that what we've learned will bless you as it has done for others hallelujah hallelujah all right So now we're on the show today largely because we were looking for ways to continue to improve our marriage. Our spiritual dad and mom, Apostle Kayle Warren and First Lady Michelle Michelle Warren over at Hebron Cornerstone Church International. We love you guys. Now, they've been married for 37 years and they've taught us to always be working on our marriage.
2: Yes, you never get to sleep.
1: That's right. So to mom and dad and to all our Hebron family listening all over the country, we love you. Now, Shanae, I don't know how long you're going to take on this, but this is really exciting. How did we actually end up here? Why don't you tell that story a little bit? How we actually got here?
2: How we got to the radio station?
1: How do we get to the radio station? Wow!
2: So one day, I got an inquiry at my through my private practice email and it was from someone who worked with jim and martha who are planning their cruise their their annual retreat cruise for couples and so you and i we were looking we were looking for some things to do we we're always looking at ways to keep our marriage right tight right. and right that's and right so i said babe why don't you give them a call and see what's going on maybe we can be of assistance to them and that was the beginning of a very wonderful connection with this lovely couple we have fellowship with them since then and Look at this. We're here at the radio station in their absence. Who That's right. thought?
1: Filling in for them while they are taking some time away, man. I almost messed that up, didn't I? Because you kept telling me. I did keep telling you. <laughs> I kept telling you. I kept telling you. Yeah. So I finally did call and I finally reached out to Jim and said, hey, my name is Ty and uh, we're looking for ways to be a blessing. We you know you got a marriage cruise going on. How can we help out? And uh, so... The end result was that we are here today live talking to you all about communication in marriage. Jim, if you were here, you would be proud of me. I am not dressed up in a suit today. (laughs) (laughs) I am dressed down today, nice and relaxed and comfortable, just like you said. So, Sinead, let me ask you a question, Dr. Sinead. Why is communication so difficult in marriage?
2: You know, that's a really good question. It's difficult because what we communicate is reflective of what's in our heart. The word says out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so oftentimes we just speak impulsively and we don't examine our heart first. We, we speak what, with whatever we're feeling. And there's nothing wrong with what you're feeling. Feelings are natural. That's the counselor in me. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. However, right. Feeling, feelings are natural. Natural is what? Natural is flesh. Right. right. So if you're just speaking out fleshly, you're not doing, you're not being wise. You should really examine yourself. The Bible calls us to examine ourselves. And so if we don't do that, that creates the challenges in communication. People just blurting out stuff and not thinking about what Christ would want them to do in that exchange
1: absolutely you know that that makes me think about uh, the concept of garbage in garbage out Mm -hmm. you know if you are putting in the word of God into your your spirit, then what comes out of your spirit is what you actually are putting in there. That's right. Right. But if you're not, if you're putting in junk, then you get junk out. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And you got to be, you got to be aware of what's been deposited. You know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And there'll be a lot of things that have happened in our lives and the lives of other people that impact our heart. So we, that's the reason why we are called to guard it. Yes. So we, if we're not guarding that. Yes. that we're we're not guarding that there will be things deposited and if things are deposited whether you put them in there or not they're coming out you don't have to be the only person that does a deposit in your bank account do you (laughs) that's right you can get an electronic transfer can't you? so the same thing can happen with your heart we have to be diligent about guarding our heart and about examining ourselves so that we can avoid the pitfalls in communication let me ask you this okay so what do you say what are your thoughts about personality and, and the values that people have in the communication that they have with one another
1: whoa okay well you know everybody's different dr shanae everybody doesn't do it the same way so you know some of us are quiet and, and reserved Others are boisterous and very obnoxious and loud. And so I think what's important is that we know one another uh, and then we also understand the importance of engaging them at their level. You you know, we actually have a chapter in Get in Touch, the ABCs of Strong Christian Marriage that speaks specifically about engagement and how important it is to engage. All right. I, I tell you, I'm guilty. That's one of the things that I had to work on in our marriage, which was learning how to engage and not just taking time only for myself, but really paying attention and focusing on the things that were important to, to you.
2: Well, that's a good thing you're saying. Before we go into that engagement a little bit further, when we want to remind you guys, call in. We want to give this book away. We're looking for caller number eight. So make sure you're calling in so we can get, get you this book.
1: And so, that's right. Number 12 gets the shirt. Yes, 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 Get in touch network so
2: elaborating you 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 had to work on engaging me huh
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, what? You, you come home from from work and, uh, you know, you think your job is over. But really, <laughs> what starts is the, the real work, is, which is being ahead of your household and being a good husband. And so when I got home, it was OK, I need a corner. I need to tune out. And what that did was it was it isolated me from you and didn't give you an opportunity to really kind of share and spend the day with me, find out what was going on. And so I had to learn Through process that I couldn't be selfish and I couldn't be to myself, but I had to take a couple moments. And that's all right, guys. It's all right to take a couple moments to yourself. But just understand that you're going to have to give some time to your spouse and to your mate you decided to get married because you wanted a relationship and that relationship is with your spouse.
2: That's great. i you know, it took a little bit of time for me to understand that I needed to give you that space. And I think when we were able to discuss that candidly with one another, honestly, without being concerned about feelings being hurt, but just being transparent with one another, we were able to, to negotiate. The terms around when things were going to get discussed. Oh, man. (laughs)
1: You know what? That reminds me of a real good story. And, I mean, we've had some really interesting arguments.
2: (laughs) Arguments? Who are? No, I don't argue. You don't argue? No, sir. You
1: want to call them debate? We
2: just have heated discussions.
1: Heated heated debates. All right. We'll go there. (laughs) All right. All right. So now. I remember uh, we had this issue. Uh, I was coming home and I would spend some time and I had this video game. Oh,
2: no, you're not going to talk about. The I'm going to talk about the video oh, game. Oh, my
1: goodness. <laughs> so I had this video game. And so uh, I'll admit I was spending a little too much time on the video game, but it was my way of escape. And so I'd be on this video game. And one day, Dr. Shanae. Yes. Dr. Sinead She wasn't a
2: doctor then.
1: Well, well, she was a doctor in the making. So she came (laughs) in and she came in and she said, "Uh, Taiwan, I'm tired of you playing that video game. If you put that video game in that one more time, I'm going to break it. And I said, you're right. You ain't going to break this. This is my video game. You ain't doing nothing. And why don't you tell them, the folks, what you did, Sinead?
2: Really? I broke it.
1: She broke it. But
2: the end of the story is that the Lord dealt with me. He chastised me. Uh He told me that you were not my child that you were his child and i had my own issues i needed to work on so now that we dealt with that lesson might we move on
1: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) well not only did he deal with shanae but uh he dealt with me too uh and the dealing with me was just what we've been talking about which is understanding the dynamic of the relationship that you have with your wife and, and understanding that it's important not to check out but to check in when it comes time to your relationship. And that kind of leads me into another question, Dr. Shanae. Uh what are some of the strategies that we can use for communicating difficult things or in difficult times? I would say this probably was one of those difficult things.
2: So, you know, I think that we're, we have to be really um, transparent here. You learn by trial and error sometimes. And so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so we now know to pray.
3: Yes. That wasn't always
2: the case. Sometimes yes. you just went right into the situation. You know, get your heart centered and make sure that the atmosphere is, uh, is set. So now we need to be patient with one another and figure out, you know, that we need to put some time into this situation. Don't rush through the difficult times. Don't rush through the situation and be passionate, be passionate, but not passionate about the topic. You know, we, we want to be passionate about what's on our heart. What's in our mind. We want to be passionate about what we want to say. Well, you wasn't
1: always saved. Dr. Well,
2: well, we talk about Christian marriage. You, You wrote the book on get in touch. the, you know, ABCs
1: of a strong Christian marriage. Yes, okay, I Okay, so we're going to be passionate about Christ and what Christ told us to do. Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, talk a little bit about your profession and, you know, some of the things that as as Dr. Shanae. Okay, okay, you know, okay. Talk about some of the things that you've learned in that process.
2: All right, so, okay, so you did hear me say be passionate, so I want to make sure they heard that. Be passionate about what Christ said and not what's in your own heart. Right, right. But as a counselor, you're absolutely right. I am a therapist. I'm a licensed mental health professional and You know, we know that communication is many things and a lot of people are very familiar with the fact that communication only a small part of it is words and you probably think I'm going to talk about, you know, 55% of communication is nonverbal and 38% is the tone and seven is words and that's, that's common knowledge these days. However, I want to let you know that communication, behavior, all, commun- all behavior is communication. And we know that 7% of communication, just 7, just a lowly 7, <laughs> is representative of words. And so while that's common knowledge, what I want to do is challenge us to think a little bit more about communication. What we know is that all behavior is communication. So let me give you an example. Okay. Silence is communication. <laughs> yes, I have to admit, I have shamefully mastered the art of ignoring.
1: Well, well that's, yeah, that's interesting, Dr. Shanae. I can remember a couple times uh, we've some conversations and discussion and the art of nonverbals was definitely in high gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I I remember a couple stories. and, and You know, our, our house is funny. You yes, know, we, we are comedians and, you know, sometimes uh, I can't admit we can I can take it a little too far. And I remember one time recently where I was talking about stuff and you just wasn't feeling it. And that that nonverbal communication was on high, full effect. I tell you, man, it, it, it's, how so well, remember when you were talking about the chicken? I don't Go ahead. Well, anyway, the 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 chicken in the house and who ate the chicken and well, I, I see you shaking your head, so we're going to move on. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the point that we're making here is with nonverbal communication, yeah, sometimes we don't want to talk. And so w- one of the things that I've learned in that process, Dr. Sinead, is that when you need your space, I need to give you your space. Yes, sir. And it's very important because. There might be something that you might be holding back, and what you might be holding back might save some stuff, some some headache and some turmoil in our marriage.
2: So in essence, would you say I, I might be constraining my tongue? You might be. I might just be constraining my tongue because when you talk about boisters, you certainly know that I have certainly filled that description.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I would say
2: that the Bible really helped us with that. I had read the scripture about the man on the rooftop and I, I vi- envisioned you actually on the top of the roof and I thought, oh my goodness, Lord, I cannot send my husband up there. So I decided I needed to find some strategy to get better about managing the boisterousness.
1: Well, you know what? And I gotta say, you know, there's been some times where, hey, you know, that, that time where, and I don't know if anybody who's listening has ever had this happen to them. You know, you're you're playing, you're being giddy, and you know your your spouse says, uh, stop. I don't want to play right now. And so you push a little bit more. Hey, 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 listen, I don't want to play anymore. And then you get to that point with they like, hey, stop it. I don't want to play anymore. Now you realize, oh boy. But for me, you know, Dr. Sinead, when we first met. Yes, sir. uh, You know, I I was the the fun, jovial one. You were a playboy. I was a playboy. And you were the, uh, you know, attention. Yes and you know so you spent commanding a lot office. of that's right commanding office <laughs> and i i would say aye aye captain and so we we really learned to balance each other in that process Absolutely. and so I, I would come with uh you know jokes and good time and then you would pull us together with with making sure that we would stand on track
2: and what you're what you're basically saying is that we learn to respect each other's individual uh gifts strengths personalities and and to honor each other in that way.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to to know uh, where you are and, and where your spouse is at all times and understand the importance of that sensitivity and you know at one of the chapters in our book uh, Get in Touch we talk about relationship mm-hmm. and uh, one of the, the keys in there is understanding how important it is to not think about yourself right? but to, to really build your relationship on the things that are important to your spouse
2: Right because we have been taught unfortunately in the world to treat each other the way we want to be treated but that's not actually Accurate. We need to treat each other the way Christ told us to treat each other. But Christ specifically told us that we were to come together and to reason with one another. We should know our brother and our sister, so we should get to know each other and honor each other in that way.
1: All right. Well, we've got a question. Austin from Land of Lakes has a question yes. for you. Hey, Austin. Uh, all right, you got a marriage question for us, uh, Austin? Are you? I there? do. Hey, I do, Austin. Do. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, Taiwan
3: and Shanae? Yeah. Just a quick question. So previously, you know, I've had a problem of not being the greatest listener, and it's kind of like that—a typical watching a game, and she's talking to me, and so I've gotten in trouble in the past because I haven't, you know, given her my full attention. And and obviously there were times when some maybe some important things were said. Maybe I don't know because I wasn't really I was watching the game. Now my question is. That was then, but now she has my full attention when she talks, you know, at least most of the time, 99% of the time. Okay. But I'm still, uh, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of, sometimes I get the bad end of the stick and she's thinking I'm not paying attention. Now, how do you kind of get over things like that?
1: Oh, Dr. Sinead, I'm going to let you take this one.
2: Well, I think it's important to, to summarize what you're hearing. So if she's communicating with you, summarize what she's saying. Ask her if what your understanding is is what she's saying accurate. It's important. It's a t- it's it's important to make sure that you're not missing something because sometimes here's the thing is men and women are different. So women are, might be thinking about the green. Shades of the leaves and 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 the guy might just be thinking about well the root is firmly planted in the ground and so it's important to make sure you might be talking about the same thing but you may not be catching the nuances is what she's saying so if you reflect back to her what you understand that she's saying give her the opportunity to clarify with you the points that she wants you to remember
1: yeah and you know uh, that's a great point Dr. Shanae and so you are know, Austin uh, we, we did this segment uh, called Just a Couple Minutes with the Simmonses we, and we sp- spoke specifically Specifically about communications and so if check it you, out
2: on YouTube Yeah,
1: check it out on YouTube so if you go into the conversation uh first seeking to understand before you seek to be understood then your perspective will change and so you'll give that person as Dr. Sinead said an opportunity to clarify themselves and you're going to be beginning with the end in mind and so Holy Spirit is always important in engagement with your spouse. So you also also want to make sure that you pull him into the, the conversation as well.
2: And I would say for wives listening, you know, we have to be very careful about making sure that we're not commanding attention at the wrong time. It is definitely not the right time to have a discussion about your finances during the Super Bowl. So <laughs> we have to be we have to have wisdom about when is a good time to have a conversation. I've learned to ask Taiwan if this is not a good time to have the conversation when will would it be so give me a time let's make an appointment to have a concerted attentive conversation with one another
1: and she ain't always saying it that nicely by the way
2: well you know move on (laughs) (laughs) thanks for calling
1: thanks for calling austin thank you all right we appreciate you calling in austin so just want to continue. And so, again, knowing and understanding how important it is, a uh, communication, being able to share with your spouse and understanding that what you communicate verbally, non-verbally, it all matters. It's all important when your spouse speaks to you about something, the way that your eyebrows might be rising up is saying something to them.
2: I wanted to to, uh, take you back to uh, the fact that you said that we were comedians in our home. (laughs) And and remember, my point was not just about the nonverbals, the tonality and the words. My point was that all of our behavior is communication. What we do, what we don't do, what we say, what we don't say is all is all communication. And specifically in our household, the things we laugh at and when we laugh is communication. How we laugh, if we're laughing, you know, hilariously, sometimes my hilarious laugh tells you I'm tired.
1: Oh, yes. Right. Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs> Over the past three days, Dr. Shanae, you have been tired. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> You've been tired. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, the word says that laughter does it good like a medicine. Like a medicine. We're healthy in the Simmons home. We are absolutely healthy in the Simmons home. We do a lot of laughing. And you know what? When we're not laughing, we've got some teenagers that always help us to get back in perspective and they make sure that we continue to laugh. I tell you, it's been awesome. All right. We want you all to follow us. And uh, we got a couple things going on. We're so excited about what God is doing uh, just in uh, the Get in Touch Network. Uh, We have a prayer call that we do every Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. And that number is 641 715 eight zero and your access code is six one seven six seven five followed by the pound key and just join in we are praying and interceding for marriages all over the world follow us on facebook the get in touch network twitter at get in touch and also our website www.getintouchnetwork.com we
2: got some videos on youtube don't forget that that's right
1: talk a lot of the, the videos on youtube
2: We have videos on finances. We have videos on spiritual life, videos on communication. And what is the other one? I'm coming at a loss. Faith. faith.
1: Faith. 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 Yeah, we were uh, blessed enough that uh, Jim and, and Martha used those on uh, the marriage cruise, and we got tremendous feedback about the, the videos, uh, just a couple minutes with the sentences. Yes. All right, before we left, we were talking about communication and uh, all types of communication and, you know, all behaviors communication, and you actually had a couple of points for uh, Dr. Shanae, that we should keep in mind of as we're we're looking at the way we communicate.
2: Yeah, specifically, you had asked me about communicating during difficult times and um, in difficult topics. And so there were three P's I wanted to talk about. That's obviously to start with prayer. We want to start with prayer. Get your heart ready for the discussion. Um, Then make sure you're patient. Be patient with one another. Take your time to do the work. I know I personally used to be guilty where I it was just taking too long and I would just shut down and didn't want to have the conversation. Now I know I got to come back to it later. So you got to be patient with the process. Take the time to do the work. And then the last one is to be passionate. And we are naturally passionate about the things that are important to us. We're naturally passionate about the things that are in our heart and about getting our way. So I'm not talking about that passion. I'm talking about <laughs> being passionate about what Christ tells us to do. He gives us all the instruction we need to figure out how to do things in this earth so follow his instructions when it comes to working with your spouse
1: well dr shanae come on now that you know what that patient thing that ain't so easy no it's not yeah i would like you elaborate a little bit on the the patient side of it what are some of the things that you've been able to to do to help you be more patient with uh taiwan (laughs)
2: Uh, You know, the the truth of the matter is, is to practice what I preach. I have learned that I am incredibly um, more tolerant, more patient and more grace giving at work. (laughs) <laughs> and I realized it's not fair. It's not fair to to do that and, and be uh, more loving and more gentle and more Christ-like at work than you are in your own home. How dare I treat people in the street better than I treat the person who covers me daily, the person uh, who you cares for me daily. And so I had to come to terms with the fact that i got to be better at home. I have to practice what I preach. And so, once again, I am a counselor. Those of you who may or may not heard me say I'm a licensed mental health counselor. And we're talking about strategies in difficult times. And so, one of the things we talked about is to start with prayer. We said to be patient. And I just finished elaborating on that. And we said to be passionate about the things that Christ has said what I would like to do is also recommend that if you're struggling getting it done on your own, it's not a problem to see a third person inside Reach LLC. Yes, Inside Reach LLC. We are here to help you. (laughs) We love to help Christian couples work through the things that are getting in the way and giving the enemy glory. We want to help give the devil a black eye. So come get a see a Christian counselor to help you work through some of those tough areas. Many people do it. It is no shame in that situation. You can find us at W www.insidereachllc.com once again www.insidereachllc.com where we provide Christian counseling and we love to provide Christian counseling to couples
1: that's a good point uh, actually I, I was going to talk about that Dr. Shanae, because I tell you uh, that certainly is a, a challenge because most people think that you have to actually go to counseling because something is wrong
2: no not necessarily. Okay. Something okay. can be better. All we actually right. met somebody who shared with us that they went to counseling because things were good, but they just wanted them to be better.
1: Right. Absolutely. They
2: use counseling like a vitamin. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's a good way to use it. That's right. All right. So we actually going to transition. Yeah.
2: Well, I would like to ask you this. You know, men- earlier you mentioned that you have been taught to work on your marriage. Why don't you share what you've learned recently and what you've begun to implement about uh, in our marriage and one how you of my,
1: do my <laughs> One of my favorite topics. Well, I can get Sinead to the place where sometimes where she is just... Ready. I don't know if anybody remembers the uh the, the cartoon where you see the the person and their 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 head is, is steaming and it's got like this big explosion. <laughs> you you know? have to give them a visual. Yeah, I got to give them a visual. You know, <laughs> so I can take Shanae there sometimes just because uh, maybe I'm being too playful or maybe there's something we're talking about that she you know she just gets upset with and you know that patient thing kicks in. Mm. So, but uh, here's what I've learned. I've learned that uh, when you get to that place, that touch is so important. What do you mean by touch? Oh touch. Fellas, you're gonna love this. Whenever your spouse is upset with you, you guys are in disagreement, touching, bring calling her together. Say, hey, let, let's touch and agree. Let's pray. Well what happens is you got Holy Spirit. She has Holy Spirit. And so two touching Holy Spirits can't be upset with each other. My goodness. So once you touch and agree, that's going to break down some barriers and break down some walls because you both are one. And in our book, we, one of the first chapters in the book, it talks about agreement.
2: Yes, the power of agreement. And the
1: power of agreement How is this. How can two
2: walk together? That's right. they agree.
1: That's right. So getting in agreement, touching. And I, you know what? I, I can honestly say I have tried this, y'all, and it worked. <laughs> (laughs) It didn't work the way you thought it was going to work, though, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's another show. (laughs) It worked, though. And, you know, it it, it was just about being aware and and being mindful of, hey, 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 we don't want anybody, as our pastor says, we don't want the enemy with the remote control sitting on a couch, pressing the play button, watching us being division and being divided in our marriage. So. What we've learned to do is get to a place where we can be in agreement. Let's touch, let's agree, let's pray, because where there are two or more together in his name, there he shall be in the midst. So that's extremely important. So that's one thing that I learned. Uh, The other thing is... Over the past few years, I've been more mindful about communicating what God has been placing on my heart and talking about uh, the vision that God has given me. The word says that where there is no vision, the people cast off restraints. Why,
2: Why is that so important, though?
1: Well, Dr. Shanae, that's important because no woman wants to follow a husband, a man without vision you better preach (laughs) so it's important and you know some of us and I'm not going to say all of us but I'm just going to talk about myself for a little while I I was one of those guys that didn't open up and didn't want to share what was going on and we we had some issues and some challenges because I wasn't communicating effectively I wasn't sharing with Dr. Shanae what was going on in my head and so I, I promised her and I said I'm going to begin doing that and I've worked on that and so we've really talked about everything and most recently I've really really been opening up and, and sharing the things that have been on my heart and that has been able to cast a vision the, the way I'm thinking because your wife needs to know there's a plan that's right there's a plan what's going on in his mind because I'm not going to submit To no guy who is not hearing from God. Because you know, the word says that we are supposed to be submitted to by our wives, but she ain't submitting to you if you're not submitted to Christ. And Christ is the one who gives us our purpose and he tells us exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And then that that whole is are you communicating what God is communicating to you concerning your marriage? That's it. That's good. That's good. That's real good. Thank you. Thank you. So th- that's important. That's important. So that those two things right there are, are things that have been instrumental in, in helping me in, in developing that that communication.
2: That's one of the things that we talk about as a strategy, not to give the enemy any room. Right. You know, to discuss all things, everything so right. that there's no no nothing in the in the dark drag everything into the light because right. christ is the light so that's right that's that's good I, that's that's good that's good that's right yeah absolutely, absolutely. you were talking about that earlier and you were saying that when you when you communicate the vision to your wife it gives your wife the opportunity to do to intercede it gives her some absolutely. understanding you want to elaborate on that
1: sure well it is extremely important sometimes uh you guys may not be on the same page, you know, so it says that we should always be praying and interceding for each other. However, if your wife doesn't know what she needs to be praying for you for, then she may be praying, you know, for the dog, the cat, the, you, know, the cat you know, to stop biting you. You know, let that dog leave my husband alone, you know, because I want to keep the dog, Jesus, you know, so he 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 doesn't share with you, so you don't know exactly what he needs prayer about. So uh, men, as you are opening up and, and sharing with your wife, you're actually laying her into the areas that she needs to know to intercede for you for. So if you share and, and I mean, I've done it, you know, I said, hey, babe, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with this and, you know, I really need you to be praying today about this. And as men, we can't be so prideful that we're not able to open up because if we're not able to open up to our wife, our spouse, the one that we've committed to for all eternity, yes. then who can we open up to?
2: That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And you know, to be vulnerable with a wife is, I know it's a risk. And so why is we need to make sure that we are honoring that. And I, I know that when you do it to me, when you tell me bad, you know, I really need you to be praying for something. It's a, it's a check. It's a character check. It makes me wonder. Okay, Am I on point? Was I discerning things right? Where I, was I making things about me? Am I being selfish? It's a, it's a character check for me. I don't know about anybody else. It's just being transparent.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And it, again, it's, about wanting to be on the same page, being connected to each other. And, you know, we, we, we're talking a little bit about our book and you see us, we're plugging in here because, uh, again, God's given us this book, uh, get in touch The ABCs of a strong Christian marriage. And it's really just a transparent look at a lot of the things that God has taught us during the process. And Dr. Sinead, why don't you help us summarize some of the key points here? Well, we, we've,
2: We talked about praying. We talked about being patient. We talked about being passionate about the things that God tells us to do as he orchestrates, as we orchestrate the things that we're going to orchestrate in our communication. Follow his example. We uh, talked about listening and reflecting back the things that we hear. Some other things we want to encourage you to do is to edify. Don't give the enemy any room. Edify, edify, edify. Speak the things that you want to see. Use your words to build and not to destroy. Don't Air your issues out publicly. We didn't really spend a whole lot of time on that, but don't air your issues out publicly, including social media. And one of the things that you and I do regularly, we talk frequently That's all right. day throughout yeah. the day, whether it be talk, email, uh text, we communicate all day. We take the things out of the dark and bring them into the light.
1: Just about how fine you are. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I talk, I talk to you every day about Amen. that, don't Amen. I? <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, as we're closing out this show, we just want to really get you all to take a look at those keys. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at the Get in Touch Network. Make sure that you are tuning in uh, as as well at Twitter, uh, and that is at Get in Touch. And also make sure that you check us out at www.getintouchnetwork.com. Check out the YouTubes. We got the, uh, the different YouTube videos that you can check out. We also have a SoundCloud that we didn't mention earlier. And make sure that you go check out uh, Marriage Minutes, all the things that we got going on. And we've got some great things coming up as well. All right, so as we come to the end of another I Work For Him show, I just wanted to thank you for listening to I Work For Him today.
2: Yes, thank we you. We want to just thank
1: Ace for his support today. Thank you, Ace. Appreciate you, Ace, and for handling the ones and the twos, the controls with precision. Thanks to our show sponsors. Find out more about them and us on www.iworkforhim.com. Now, when you get home today, please take time to go out to our website, iworkforhim.com. On the I Work For Him website, you will find all kinds of great resources, including links to all of our archives from all of our past shows, the ability to join the I Work For Him nation, and also a link to the podcast sign up on iTunes. All right. Now, what we talked about today is something extremely important, which is communication in marriage. Now, I don't know exactly how your marriage is going right now. Maybe you you have a marriage that's on the rocks right now and hopefully today has helped you to look at some things that'll help your marriage become better. Maybe you've got a good marriage and you just want it to be better and you're looking for ways to do that like me and Dr. Sinead do. Or maybe you have a very good marriage and you want it to be great Whatever that is, make sure that the key is that God is always at the center of everything. Make sure that you are continuously praying with one another. Make sure that you're communicating with one another. There's nothing like hearing that you are lovely, like you are beautiful, that you are exciting and you are awesome. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your co-host Ty and Dr. Shanae and I am a Christ follower and I own my own business but ultimately as Jug and Jim and everybody says I work for him.